And today we're going to be talking about, um, actually, to be honest, and I know it may be a surprise to some of y'all, but one of my two favorite rappers, uh, Boosie and Mo3, a lot of y'all who've been to our events um, or who know me, you know, I like to I always say Boosie was my favorite rapper. And uh, I love the way Mo3 um, was able to sing, bring the soul to it, and just be creative. He just had a sound, I think, that was that was unique. But I want to talk about these uh, two situations because, uh, if you don't know, Boosie just got shot in Dallas as well. Um, looked like he got shot at, a lot of people are saying at Big T. Some say it wasn't at Big T, but his sprinter uh, got shot. Uh, some sources are saying Boosie got shot in the leg. Not sure how true that is. Some saying he got shot in the leg. Some say he didn't. But at any rate, they said Boosie, uh, his sprinter, got shot up as well, literally today in Dallas. And we know Mo3, he uh, recently got killed in Dallas on the highway. There's some things I want to bring out today um, because I actually have been listening to Mo3 uh, for a while now. And honestly, me... Although he did make a lot of music about being in the streets and things that happened, but I believe he was much deeper than he's shown. And the reason I believe that is because of some of the music that he has made um, and some of the things that I've heard him say inside of his songs that many people may have may not have noticed. But I did, which made me lead to know that he's a lot deeper, man. And I just feel like he went through a lot of pain and was just in a certain environment. Uh, but I want to share. um a video that Boosie posted and it was basically like an apology to Mo3. Um, it was an apology to Mo3 saying, basically, you know, uh, I'm sorry for leading you in the wrong direction. Not that he was doing it directly, but through his music, you know, Mo3 talked about looking up to Boosie um, and, you know, Boosie had that street music. So I want to show y'all this real quick from Boosie. It was a song. I don't think he has put it out yet, but uh, I believe he's going to be putting it out. And I think this going out to uh, Mo3. Sorry if I led you wrong, I was just speaking what I was saying. Little niggas, my bad. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry if I made you thug, Little nigga, nigga, I just got it out the mud, I had to paint the picture. You my little thug, you probably lost your father, same as me. You saw my 40 Glock on DVD, and kept it with you faithfully. These niggas get mad when niggas hate them real fast. Get it, they feel, I told you, get it so quick, rip it home. I'm in my memory, so independent, can't you watch, watch me? Was a little goon, and I dropped out of school, and the whole city copied me. My bad, I let you wrong, my bad. My bad. I'm sorry, man, come home, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I ain't know, I was just speaking my life. I ain't know, you were five. I ain't know, you were a child. My bad, if I let you all right, so looking at the comment section, look like the uh, look like it already is out. Some people said it's called my bad, so uh, look like it's already out. Before I go into uh, playing another one of Mo Three videos, where because what I liked about Mo Three was the soul that he brought to it. You can tell he grew up maybe in the church or something like that, or grew up singing some type of way because he brought that into the street music, which is why I think made him so unique. I want to just give my two cents on this because honestly when i heard it man i my whole mood was messed up the whole day just because i had actually reached out to him via his comment section because he just did an interview with boosie and mac tyson and he made a post he it was it, i guess he took it down before he got shot but he made a post on instagram saying basically uh I, I can't think about what he said, but basically 
he didn't understand where Mike Tyson was coming from when Mike Tyson was questioning them and talking to them about, you know, just really looking into themselves. And I had went and made a post on his page about I think what Mike Tyson was looking to do was get both of you all to realize why to, to, to look deep into self. Why am I acting like this? Why am I talking to like this? You know, who am I on the inside? Not just the rapper Boosie, not just the rapper uh, Mo3. Who are you on the inside? Who are we to say certain things? Who are we to do certain things? And Mike Tyson began to share some of his trials and testimonies and how he was able to overcome it. And I had explained that I thought the same thing about him. The same way he was trying to or looking through Boosie to see that he has some pain there. I always thought the same way about, uh, you know, Mo3, although he talked about street music and he did some stuff as well. Um, but I just feel like there was more that he had to offer. I think he understood about uh, black people. I, I believe he understood what we went through. I've even heard him mention the Honorable Elijah Muhammad in his song. So I knew it was something or he was around somebody and knew something. Uh, but he just didn't have that image or maybe the environment to bring it all the way out. And uh, when we talk about stopping the killing, you know, it's easy for us to talk to the young brothers and tell them to uh, uh, stop the killing. And we should stop the killing. But I will say that stop the killing starts with stopping the killing and our mindset as well. See, it's easy for us to go talk to the gang members and say, y'all need to stop beefing. It's easy for us to go talk to the streets and say, stop doing this and stop doing that. But they're rising up. They're raising, they're being raised in an environment where they're seeing us as parents. And we ain't stopped killing our own dreams. We haven't stopped killing the urge to do that, which we know is contrary to the will of God. If you don't believe in God, contrary to the will of good. The will of righteousness. They see us whenever we're dealing with controversy, how we handle it. Our own family member, we cuss them out. Cuss them out. We ready to go do this in here to your own cousin. So, of course, when I'm having beef in the streets with somebody who's not even my cousin. Oh, yeah, man, it's up is what they say. Because I don't care. Because you got an uncle, your own brother. You saying F that nigga because he stole something from you. Y'all, you, you saying F that nigga because y'all had a disagreement, but he's in your family. Do we really believe that our children are and, we, and when we looking at this and they looking at that, they not being uh, taught something subconsciously? So all I'm saying is, yeah, we got to we have to make a change, but that change don't just start in the streets because they all alert. They all being raised and seeing something. We have to change the environment. I have seen rapper after rapper. I actually seen one say. What did he say? He said something like if I lose a fight or whatever, man, my career going to be over. I came in with this persona. I came in on this street stuff, so I can't change it now. This the mindset. This is the this is the standard of how to get respect. Killing the nigga, shooting the nigga. Doing this, doing that. This is how we get respect. We have to make it cool again to be a man. That got to be the, 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 the way that we get respect by paying some, paying some bills, taking care of our children, building generational wealth. That has to look cool again. And it's easy for us to say, well, they got to stop listening to the music. Well, damn, dad, how they going to listen to you? What do we got going? 
It's easy for us to say to the to the youth, oh, you listen to Cardi B, you influenced by this, you need to stop. Well, Dad, what you want me to look at? What you got for me to look at, Mama? I don't want to do no nine to five. That, that's boring, and then you coming home miserable. I'm looking at them, they out here getting it in, but they getting it in by living in the streets. So I'm attracted to that. Who are we to think that they won't be influenced and attracted to that when they seeing some results? We just got to be able to show them that you can get results by living the righteous life or striving to. We got to show them, hey, man, you can still get that bread because, see, we lying. Money ain't everything, but then you coming home crying and miserable because you going to a job that we hate. They see us. You lit on Friday because I get the weekend off, and then on Sunday, I'm seeing mama. I'm seeing daddy upset because they got to go back to work Monday. You think I, as a child I'm not seeing this? Do we think as a child that they not thinking in their mind, damn, I'm tired of seeing mama struggle. You may not say you struggling. You may not show that you crying. But as children, we can we see we can sense something is wrong. So this is all mama know how to do. This is all daddy know how to do. And then since this is all they know how to do, they ain't taught me nothing about business. But you know who did teach me something about business? My man's in the streets. Come here, look. Come here, little soldier. Let me show you something. Let me, let me, let me, let me put you on real quick. And so he's put on, but he's put on by the wrong person. And then it, one thing leads to after another. I heard Mo3 say in the interview, first two times he got, he got shot at. And I'll show you, we're going to go through that interview too. He said, man, I was scared because by nature, that's not the nature that we want to be in. The honorable minister Louis Farrakhan said, we are righteous by nature, wicked by circumstance. By circumstance. Bro, I watch a channel called Soft White Underbelly. I watch a channel called Soft White Underbelly where they interview pimps, prostitutes. They interview all kind of people. Bro, you will be surprised how, and, I, and you shouldn't be surprised, every dude that was a pimp, every uh, sister that was a prostitute, something happened to them when they was young. All a lot of brothers who get money, they doing whatever it takes to get money. Go look at go listen to what they said they grew up in. I grew up homeless, sleeping on the bus, sleeping outside, sleeping with other people, mamas and stuff, and, and daddy stand on sleeping on the couches. I ain't had nothing. And they didn't want to live like that. But imagine if we could get our stuff together as parents and bring them up and show them there's another way. And you ain't gotta be led to temptation doing things that you ain't gotta do. So we're going to talk about holding people accountable, but I also want us to look at, no, we ain't just going to talk about them because there's a root to that. If we want to change the fruit, we got to change the root, man. If I, if I decide today, I'm teaching my son from the age of five years old all the way up until 18, son, that's your brother. That ain't just no other nigga. And matter of fact, before I even start with him, I'm starting with you. I need you to realize who you is. Asiatic black man, the maker, the owner, the cream of the planet earth, God of the universe. What does that mean, son? You the original man. You not black because you curse. You black because you're first. And let me tell you something. Black is not just a color. It's the essence from which all color comes from. It means original. So I don't care if your brother is from Nigeria. I don't care if your brother is from Jamaica. That is your brother. And the way that you look at yourself is how you're going to look at your brother. So if I raise my son to be just another nigga. 
a street nigga. When he looks at my other guy, my other little brothers in the street, he going to say, hey, man, shoot, hey, you ain't nothing but a nigga to me, too. So if I can teach him the knowledge of himself and he realizes that my brother ain't nothing but the other me, he's nothing but a reflection of me. And then you teach your son the same thing. You bet not ever aggress your brother. Now, hey, we, we teaching self-defense now. We fight with those who fights with us, but you never be the aggressor against anybody. You learn how to talk it out. You learn how to overcome it. And if we all hold ourselves accountable and teach our children that, bro, they're going to grow up right. They're going to grow up right. So we can't just go to the brothers that's in the streets and say, y'all need to change. Man, they done heard that. They know they need to change. But it's an environment that must complement that change. It's an, it has to be an environment that brings positive reinforcement for that change. We got to start, man. We got to get the youth, man. I just seen a little brother. They say it's a little brother named Rodney. 12 years old done shot somebody. 12 years old, man. They learning this stuff at a young age. So the answer is not just to condemn the rappers. I'm sorry. That ain't the answer. The answer is start at home. Start with ourselves. Start with my child not seeing me kill myself. I'm talking about here. Because every decision that's made physically starts here in the mind. Somebody got to make up their mind they're going to shoot somebody. Somebody got to make up their mind they finna kill somebody. So we got to get to their mind before something else does. Peace, family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering, what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the 1st? I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market. And I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS tribe. The ABS tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six figure friends are on teaching you every single week if you want to join the abs tribe go to www.whatisabstribe.com www.whatisabstribe.com that's all i'm saying be ye transformed by the renewing of the mind. We got to show them an example and stop acting like money ain't everything. We know a lot of our brothers is going through it over money. Now, if we know our brothers is in the streets over money. We know people are getting divorced over money. Why are we afraid to talk about money? And then we lie and act like money not important. Yes, Mazzy, that's what I said. I didn't say Boosie was shot. I said his, his sprinter was shot up, not him. Some are saying he got shot in the leg. Some saying he didn't. So I'm saying it is confirmed that his sprinter was shot. But you can't tell your son, hey, don't worry about the money. But then he see you miserable and struggling to pay the rent, pay the bills. I'm sorry. We dealing with cause and effect. These children know when ain't no food in their refrigerator. They know ain't nothing. They, they know it's not all right. We got to start being honest, man. If it's something that we don't know, man, let's learn it. Let's get into a course. Let's get into a class because it is important because a lot of this stuff that they doing is led because of poverty. Because of something that was lacking. 
I talked to a brother on Instagram the other day. Brother told me he was in the game. Me and the brother kind of got into a, you know, not an argument, but he was kind of over talking me. Then I, you know, I had to cut him off and explain why he wasn't on live. Bro, we can't talk over each other like this. Da, 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 I'm breaking it down to him. He, I said, man, it's something in me that's telling me I want to bring that brother on and I want to hear him out. When he came back on, y'all, he said, brother, I apologize for any disrespect. This is a brother that's, that's in the streets. He said he a gang member, right? After I began to ask him questions, the brother told me he joined the gang because he felt like he was missing love from his childhood. Once again, went back to his childhood. He joined the gang because he felt like through the gang, that's where he could find love. That's where he could find attention. He said that if he didn't feel that it was fair that I would give love, but nobody will return love to me. No, I'm not making excuses, Daniel. I'm not making excuses for this. I said they need to be held accountable. But what I am saying is instead of us just only focusing on the fruit, we got to look at the root as well. I'm sorry. I don't talk to too many brothers and sisters that's on the path and they said this is what they was introduced to the path and it was in their childhood. Now, I'm just I'm just now I'm just told you I just talked to a gang member and the brother told me where it stemmed from. Now, he's not in the streets no more, but he was telling me why, what, what led him to that? What led him to feel that way? He was missing something. There was a void that needed to be filled. So he filled it here. After knowledge itself, we all got to be held accountable. Even those who was led on that path, they know right and wrong. They do. This is why you have this is why you have people who have sex at a young age. You can't tell me that you didn't know you you weren't supposed to be doing it. Why, brother Ben? Because you didn't do it in the light. You did it when everybody was gone. You did it at nighttime. So by nature, that's why I said by nature, the laws of God is written in our nature as original people. We know what's right and wrong, man. But influence is real. That's what I'm saying. Influence is a real thing. Environment is a real thing. It is. But I'm just telling us, it's easy for us to condemn them. That's all I'm saying. Condemn them. The gain, the gain, the gain. But what I'm saying is, what example are we setting those of us who are not in the game? We talk about why you going to the streets to get money. All right. What example am I setting to show them there's another way to make $100,000 without selling some damn drug? That's, all I, that's what I'm saying. Now, you can act like this is not a reality, but it is. These brothers want more than just living on Section 8. These brothers want more than just living in a, 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 an apartment. And I'm looking on TV and I'm looking at this brother buy a Rolls Royce. I'm looking at this brother buy a Lamborghini. I'm looking at this sister buy this. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh, you, you shouldn't think about material things. And yeah, yeah, whatever, man. Listen, they trying to live. And we can't condemn them for wanting better. But we got to show them a way to do better. That's all I'm saying. Yes, they got to be held accountable. Yes, they wrong. Yeah, they wrong from shooting. Yeah, they wrong for killing. Yeah, they should have known. They should have did better. Yes, yes, yes. But what I'm saying is we know that already and they know it too. But if we want to change this thing, we got to get to that little five-year-old. We got to get to that little six-year-old. It's a little six-year-old somewhere right now listening to mama. Call, call they friends B-words every day. Yeah, this b it's brothers who are five years old looking to their big brothers cook it up, talk certain ways, 
disrespect women, disrespect other brothers. You can't tell me that's how we are by nature. You know why? Because I'm looking at, go look at your pictures at three years old, five years old. You smiling, you cheesing. But now every time you take a picture, you got a mug. Now every time you take a picture, it got to be like you want something. What has happened between the age of three when you was just living life, smiling, joyful? What has happened from the age of three and four to where now you 26 and every time you taking a picture you, or every time you do something, it's just you just tense. Something has happened between then that has changed you. That's not who you really are. You ain't no thug, man. Got teardrops on the eyes. Man, we got the white man who, who ain't even got enough face for the amount of people they done killed. They're going to get us through the water. They're going to get us through the food. They're going to do it on a long period of time. So we are in a conspiracy against ourselves unwittingly. We shooting each other, making their job easier. Go look at Tuskegee uh, experiment. Hitting you with the vaccine. Hitting you with this here. Getting you up out of here. The food. Why are they putting this in our food? What is population control? What is all this stuff about? And we make it easy on them. Not realizing we fighting a, we fighting a war and we fighting against ourselves. We fighting against ourselves. Somebody said, why you, somebody said, why you won't adopt these thugs? You all talk no action. First of all, I ain't got enough money to adopt, and I ain't, and I can't change everybody. It's gonna take a collective answer. So you can be sarcastic all you want to, but if you think I'm all talking no action, I got several results as well. I'm not even gonna go there, but I got results as well. Where I ain't even gotta speak for myself. I let them speak. I got it's several testimonies. So you can be sarcastic all you want to, but it's gonna take all of us. And I didn't say I can save everybody. One at a time is what I'm on. If I'm blessed to get one brother to, to, to change his mind, man, listen, that's, that's, that's one I got that I could have just been sitting here complaining, commenting somebody else, telling them to do some crazy stuff like adopt some thugs. Like I'm finna go around all over the world and I got enough money to adopt and take care of some grown men. Sorry, that ain't my, I, I can't do that one. But what I can do, I can try to reach his son. That's what I am doing. I do got results of that. What I can do is try to reach that little sister to get her to build up some self-worth again for him to get some knowledge again to show that little brother there's a way for you to make some money online so you ain't got to rob and kill. I can do that. I can do that. So let me get into this next uh, video, man. This is Mo3. Of course, he going to have the gun. He got the image. But what I want to show y'all, man, is just the soul that this brother has, man. Check this out. I'm insane, no Get down on my knees when I'm in pain, no 
That was a very talented brother, man. Very talented brother. Let me show y'all one of my favorite songs by Mo3. This song is called Black Message. Y'all can go listen to this song on, on YouTube. But this is how I know that this brother had a, 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 a piece of consciousness in him. Uh, I believe Boosie is good, sis. He just got his uh, sprinter shot up. Some say he got shot in the leg. That hasn't been confirmed yet, but Boosie was recently shot today. In uh, Dallas. All right, let's check this out. This song right here is called Black Message. This this is my favorite song by him. Yeah, man. <laughs> what they gonna do? Keep shooting us? Like we ain't shit? What? What they gonna do when we start shooting back though? My motherfucking three niggas. Yeah. Can tell that they really don't know what it's like in the hood. We'll hop in, take a spin. They enforce the law to kill us by the color of our skin. Take a father from his son and send his brother to the pen. Younger brother charged with murder for trying to defend what? the life of his mother what? getting beat by a man. He struck back and hit her again and again. So he shot him, but the jury say it's not self-defense. Yep. Now he on the stand looking at a life sentence. If it's black on black crime, then they life just got in. But if a white killer black, they gon' paint a bright in. Like he was serving the community, protecting white children. What? White men America, they treat us like men. Looking down on black men just for dating white women. They told me don't Say this, my people might listen. R.I.P. Malcolm X, he was my type of vision. Yeah. They killing my people, but why would you harm us? For real. We had no choice but to stand on that corner. Yeah, no lights in the house, I hope everything well. well. Mama not working, my dad in jail. Damn. Why they think we bag it up and put it on the scale? We don't get the same privileges, them, can't you tell? No. They call us the devil, we struggle in hell. Hope that I make it, they pray that I fail. I'ma survive. I know what it means to put my life on the line. But it won't be funny when the tables turned around Feel like my dream house is finally burning down But I'm glad I made it out I can tell, I can tell, I can tell You don't know, you don't know, you don't know, you don't know, you don't know What's really going on Know why they treat us so wrong We gotta stand up Why would you shoot if my hands up? I need an answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Take a look around what you see. A whole bunch of young niggas out there standing on the street. Just because they wear a change with a crease in their jeans. That do not make them thugs. What the fuck do y'all mean? His life was laid down. Do y'all see how they did? They gunned down Mike Brown. Now his mama a victim. A racist police who don't like how we live. If they kill us, they go home. A mic get suspended. Damn. Damn. 
That shit crazy, crazy. So I pray for my whole generation. Brenda got younger, but still having babies. She just a baby, so grandmama raised. I look at my brother, yeah, he graduated, but didn't go to college. Still glad that he made it. They look in our faces, I know that they waiting to come separate us. They fill us with hatred. Look at this music, man. Look at this, man. But imagine if. You know, this was encouraged, man. I mean, this is a this is a great message. He's speaking from a street perspective, but it's truth, man. It's is 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 speaking about a reality. And they screaming that we got a black president, president. but they still shooting down my black resident. First degree murder, they don't like to let us win. Got it on camera, that's not enough evidence. The devil keep knocking, but that shall not let him in. My people need doctors, but y'all keep neglecting them. They think we dumb, but we're, we're very, very intelligent. intelligent. We want a future, my people go hard. You a blood or a crip, it don't matter, be partners. Rest in peace, Trayvon Martin. This one for Eric Garner. You a blood or a crip, it don't matter, be partners. Look at this, look at the language. You a blood or a crip, it don't matter, be partners. This how I know, man, it was in this brother, man. He probably didn't have the right environment to let that thing germinate, but it was in him, man. I'm going to tell y'all, I'm going to give y'all another little song where he drops some stuff in. Choked him to death when that man had a daughter. What they going to tell her when she want to call her? Oh, your daddy was black, so we killed him, we saw him. Sandra Blaine laid down on that floor, you should have saw him. She was dead, but the news said we was just talking. Yeah. I'm a survivor. I know what it mean to put my life on the line. But it won't be funny when the tables turn around. No, no. Feel like my dream house is finally burning down. Burning but I'm glad I made it out. I can tell, I can tell, I can tell. You don't know, you don't know, you don't know, you don't know, you don't know. Let me address this. Gary King said, You just lost me. I thought we was looking for solutions. That shit is a part of the problem. The youth believes rappers are prophets when they're just victims. <clears throat> Here's my thoughts on that. And uh, maybe, you know, maybe, I, I don't know, um, maybe y'all got the answer. Maybe y'all got a solution. Maybe y'all never uh, went through anything. But um, to me, if we run around here saying all these rappers are leading people astray, all these rappers are influencing the youth, the youth are so influenced by the rapper, that's why they're killing. So wouldn't it make sense that when somebody makes a positive song, and they talking about something real and positive that that should be used um, to influence them to do the right thing. The minister said, look, one rap song is worth more than a thousand sermons. How? Because the rap song is played a lot. It's a three minute song, four minute song. It's repeated. It's going into the subconscious mind. So if we can get them to make the right songs. A lot of them are just telling their story, to be honest. But if we can get them to put truth into that song, put the medicine in the dog food, you don't know how that would impact somebody. Do you know how many people, whether if y'all like it or not, I, I, I don't care at this point, how many people that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan has impacted? Do you know I have had countless brothers tell me they heard of the minister from a song? It was a song where I first heard the minister. It was this song where I first heard somebody say something about the minister. I first heard about the minister in a Rick Ross song. Yeah, the same one y'all say he talk about drugs. When, when, when Rick Ross mentioned the minister, a lot of people discover who the minister was through these songs. Songs reach the youth. But see, this our problem. Oh, I, oh I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't learn nothing from those songs. Yeah, you don't. The youth do. The youth do. They not listen to all these lectures online. They ain't going to the seminars. They ain't trying to go to no church. 
They listening to music. So we can condemn artists. We can condemn rappers. We can say, oh, you can't learn never in a song and be so damn self-righteous. Like you got it all figured out. Like, 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 like can't nobody learn something from a rapper. That's still a human being. You can learn something from a homeless brother. The brother may not be able to teach you finances, but he may be able to teach you patience because he haven't checked out and he been homeless for 10 years. So who are we to say who can't who uh, who somebody can't learn from? Who are we? See, we get so sorry. And this is this is why the youth be so dang disconnected. We want to tell the youth where they need to be learning from. We're going to tell the youth where, where you can't get nothing from. That's a lie. You can learn so many principles in what some of these brothers be saying. You just got to know how to pick the song. Of course, every song ain't going to be talking about church and, oh, we, we're going to come together and, and you mean. No, every song ain't talking about that, man. I'm sorry. That's just a reality. The youth wouldn't listen. But you want to try to teach them. Talk to him every day. And you saying, well, my son just don't listen to me. But your son will listen to this rapper who you keep condemning. So if we could find a way to influence the rappers to do a little bit better in their music, just throw some truth in their music. You never know how that'll touch your son. You never know how, to, how that'll touch your nephew. So this, I, I feel like, man, this, the you know, I don't know, man. I don't know. I may be wrong about this. I'm not selling. I'm not telling y'all I'm right. I'm just giving my commentary. But I don't think music is the devil. I don't I don't think that. I think music is just a medium to get a message across. And, and we just have to change the devil that's within. Because guess what? We can say all that. But guess what? The devil is in all of us. The devil is deceptive intelligence, rationalizing disobedience. So you can be so righteous. But there is something that you've done behind the scenes that people don't know. It's something that you're guilty of that people just don't know. That's because you ain't in the limelight. That's because you ain't popular. That's because don't nobody know your life. But all of us got something in our life that we're not proud of. And we, and we succumb to that. And that was the devil that you submitted to. Ain't no damn devil in the ground and got a pitchfork and red and you're going to be burning forever. No, this is within the human being. This is within the mind. Heaven and hell are two conditions of the mind. Ain't no devil talking about the devil made me do it. No, this is coming from within ourself. So as we condemn them and this is why they won't listen, because we don't want to share with the youth that, you know what? I mess up too, young brother. I cuss too, young brother. I got devilish thoughts too. Yeah, you talk about rapping and killing, but I just had the thought in my mind when I was younger, when I was 21, 19. Stop acting like you ain't never uh, uh, stole something for, from Raw Mart. That's why they can't connect, man. See, we have to connect before we correct. You just want to go to the young brother and say, brother, pull your pants up, nigga. And he look at you sagging. But if we pull his mind up, that which, is on, which, that which is on his behind will come up after it. Prime example. I'm going to give you an example because I don't want y'all to think I'm just up here talking. I invited a brother to our study group one time. I invited a brother to our study group one time. He came, pulled up to the study group. He rode with me. Yeah, I think he, yeah, he rode with me. His pants was sagging. His hat was pulled to the back. Listen to what I'm telling y'all. You come in, you know, when you come to a nation, mean, we searching you. You know what I mean? Ha <laughs> ha. You know what I mean? We, you, we making sure ain't no weapons so that everybody in here, you know that you're going to be learning in peace. Do you know once he seen all of us with suits, well-mannered? Yes, sir. 
No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. I, I was watching him. And I seen how he pulled his pants up. Nobody asked him to pull his, pull his pants up. The brother pulled his pants up. Then I seen him do this right here. Didn't nobody tell him to do that, but the environment did. We connected with the brother first. How you doing, brother? You doing all right? Yes, sir. Man, man, I appreciate you for coming out. So what's your name? We connecting. Some of y'all will tell a young brother, pull his pants up before you even know what his name is. What you going through? Man, can I help you out with anything? All you going is straight to correcting our brothers. That's why they ain't trying to listen to you. That's why we ain't listening. We can act like this ain't a reality, but it is. They feel like, don't nobody, ain't nobody hearing me. Don't nobody care about me. Everybody just talking down to me. So, no, we're not just going to go to the trap house and say, say, stop selling drugs. What we do is we get we, we put the work in. See, that's easy. That's some dumb stuff for us to go to. a. You think going to a trap house, knock on the door saying, hey, y'all, stop, stop selling drugs. You think that's going to stop them for real? It's a mindset that has to be changed, man. It's the mindset that has to be destroyed. If we can get the community to stop wanting the drug. They won't have anybody to sell it to. And maybe. Possibly, if we showed them another way to do it, they wouldn't have to do it that way. Even if you go beat somebody up, man, do you know if you go beat somebody up and they still have that thought in their mind, they still going to do it? They may think twice, but they still going to do it. Think about your mama. Think about your mama who whooped you for doing something. Didn't you do it again? Now, and now again, we can play self-righteous all we want to. We can act like we fell out the sky, like we done fell out of heaven all we want to. And I'm, and I'm not saying heaven is in the sky, by the way, but that's a whole nother story. But anyways, we can act like we came up like little angels and we, you know, we never cussed and we was always well mannerable. But your mama done told you something and she whooped you and you still did it anyway because mentally you didn't care. You didn't care. But see, a lot of time if you got on them, and then you talk to them, and then you get to the root of why they was doing it, you will see sometimes they change. So it's not that easy to just go tell them to stop. It's a mindset that got to be changed, man. So as we transition, man, this is, this is the second. Uh-oh, hold on. This is the second video that I want to show y'all. Uh, this is, this is uh, Boosie mentioning the honor of Elijah Muhammad in his music. Check this out. Give a fuck who rock with three, all I got is me, I did this shit on my own yeah. They say it wrong, yeah. that nigga did it, yeah. niggas ain't getting it like they say they live huh. Sound like a bitch in some messy hoe business, yeah. won't catch me rhyme with a messy hoe with me This a collision, love my religion, Elijah Muhammad, tell Allah I'm with it Due to the fact that my soul is so wicked See that? So I knew he knew something, I said hold on, he said Elijah Muhammad, to Allah So it's something, he has some level He has some level and what I've and, and everything that I've said, family, I've 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 got it from a man who has been successful in stopping beefs, stopping people from getting killed, changing somebody's life from being a prostitute, a pimp, a murderer, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. I know everybody doesn't like the minister, but he got results. And this is what he said. Oh, you thought I was going to talk about stopping the killing in the streets. No, we need to stop the killing mentally. I got that from him. So I seen somebody say when the minister gone, things ain't going to be the same. Maybe. Maybe if we haven't been listening to what he said and striving to apply it ourselves, maybe that would be true. 
Maybe instead of us expecting everybody else to do it, instead of listening to what he said, that self-improvement is the basis for community development, maybe, maybe, maybe. 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 A lot of brothers and sisters, man, started off on the wrong path, started off making certain music. But as somebody showed them love, as somebody showed them, see, our people don't care how much you know. They just want to know how much you care. Somebody who was able to sit there with them, develop them, coach them, and they evolved over time. And, and this is what I'm really trying to drive home, man. A lot of young people, man, they're just telling what they're thinking and what they're going through in the music. You thought the same thought. That's why I'm trying to bust us up from this old self-righteous stuff. Some of y'all thought the same thoughts that they thought that they saying in the music. You just didn't say it. They just saying it in the music, but you thought it. And some of y'all did it behind closed doors. Nobody just knows. Nobody knows. Speak of the minister. I don't see the minister condemning them like that. He'll get on them. He'll hold them accountable. But he also tells us to be patient with them. Continue to grow. Continue to teach them the truth. They'll come around. When he comes to them, all of them say, oh, no, he didn't condemn me. He didn't do this. He didn't. Con all of them go look at their interviews after they meet the minister. Oh, he just was feeding me truth. He was just feeding me, telling me how I can throw this in, showing me how I can throw that in there. He didn't say, oh, you know, delete all your music, brother. The minister, come on, man, the minister's wise. But that's what some of us would do. Yeah, just tell him to never talk about it again. Stop cussing. The minister, no, you're going to lose your audience. You got to gradually grow into this. The same way I gradually grew into who I am. The same way you gradually grew into who you are. My man said he's teaching because I know what he's saying because that was me. I believe that I didn't need a reason to tell a young person to do what I felt was wrong. I just saw wrong and felt like I had a right to correct it. Are you somebody who wants to do for self, start your own business online, and you just, you need an accountability partner? You want to be a part of a private group so when you get a little down, you can see other people and they can help you come back up. Are you looking for a weekly coaching where we bring in not only other special guests who are six-figure and seven-figure earners, but we teach you on a weekly basis every Tuesday and Thursday at 7 p.m.? Inside of the ABS trial, we're giving you business game, life game, and we're holding each other accountable. Many courses and programs out there, you just get the program and you all by yourself. But what I found, especially in our community, we need like a community. We need people who we can communicate with. We need people who we can talk to in the inbox. And that's what the ABS tribe is all about. So if you want to check out the ABS tribe, go to the abstribe.com. It's only $50 a month. One dollar and sixty per uh, sixty cents per day. Literally, a dollar and sixty cents per day. Go to the abstribe.com if you guys want our uh, our weekly coaching. It's off the chain. It's lit, and most importantly, it's blacktastic. Somebody said these brothers need hard chew. Well, listen, man. <clears throat> as I, as I go into this next section. Hey, at the end of the day, you can tell a tree by the fruit that it bears. That's all. We have our way that we going about it and how the minister has instructed us to go about it. We got our results. 
I got several interviews of brothers who was cold, uh, stone cold killers, robbers, bank robbers, all the whole nine. I got interviews of the brothers on they on they on they transition. So like you say, yeah, Yo, yeah, you're right. We can't just talk. But if you if you saying as if I'm wrong, then we can we can stop the talk and just show the results. If they just need the stone cold truth, go show me the brother that you just that you just walked up to randomly and gave them stone cold truth and they changed their life completely. Just show the results. Film it. Film it and put it online. We need that footage. Don't don't hide it. Show us the blueprint. We ain't saying we know every single thing. Show us the blueprint. Show us how you just going to walk up to some random brothers and just give them some hard truth and, and they life change just like that. Show me. While I, I And I'll show you ours results on how we was being patient, gradually growing them over time, and I, and I get you all the interviews. Then you show me how you just going up to a brother and just giving it to him. You don't want to be patient with them and how they change their life. Yeah, we can stop talking. Just show the results then. Bring the results to the table. But let's go to this uh, interview right here where uh, Mo3 is talking about people wishing death on him. Mo3 is talking about people wishing death on him. Um, and he actually brought up some uh, some pretty sad stuff because some of the stuff he explained in this actually happened to him. So let's let's look at this. So Roy Lee, he, he passed away recently? Yeah. Uh, he got uh, yeah, he got shot trying to uh, get a deposit for a show. Uh, he was with his son. He had a son with him. Mm. Uh, somebody walked up and shot him through the car. Oh, he was sitting in the car when it happened? With his son. With yeah. his son? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. When did you first hear about it? Right then and there. I went to the hospital. Oh, okay. So as soon as it happened? I went to the hospital. You went to the hospital and seen him? Yeah. Was he, uh, I mean, was he in bad condition or was it looking like he was going to make it? Yeah, he was good. He was good? He was straight. He was good. And so then it just, things just went bad and he didn't make it? Yeah. Damn. How long was he in the hospital before, before he passed away? A couple of days. A couple of days? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He didn't, he didn't die in the hospital. He, uh, he got out the hospital. He got back on his feet, started moving around. He was back doing his shows and shit. He was taking his medicine, got a blood clot. Died from a blood clot. As I, as I do this, I always like to have us take lessons out of these stories when they talking. He said he stopped taking his medicine. You know, I don't, you know, I don't want us to just look at these videos, man, and listen to my podcast and we just talk about the problem. I want y'all to also listen for lessons. What could have been done differently to save their lives as well? What could he have done to stop this blood clot? You know what I mean? So as we hear these tragic, uh, these tragic story, uh, stories, also take a lesson for ourselves and our own lives as well. Oh, oh, wow. Wow, that's rough, man. So he was actually recovering and everything. Yeah, he was moving around. Yeah, my dad was moving around. Man. Oh man. So how did how did that affect affect you when he passed away? Fuck me up. I can't still can't believe my nigga dead. You know, you're a comedian. Right. Shooting a comedian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's that's definitely not something You don't hear about that, you man. Know? You, don't hear, you don't hear about comedians getting shot, man. Yeah, you hear you hear about them, you know talking about each other for fun but yeah. you never expect like a comedian to get shot man yeah. that's 
That's uh, that's some crazy stuff, man. Mm -hmm. In your song that you just released, it says uh, you heard somebody put money on your head. Is that a? Uh, yeah, man, I heard crazy stuff all the time, man. Got money on my head and stuff, man. For what? Those, so those are the type of rumors you're hearing? Yeah, I just hear this type of stuff every day, man. I hear I got money on my head. I hear I'm gonna get killed. I hear all type of shit, man. You know, I just—it's normal to me though. Like I'm numb to it. I hear it so much. It's just like, you know, I had to—I had to rap about. It. I had to say something about. It. I, I hear it so much. Like it's crazy, you know. What made you uh, write that or uh, say that line? Is that uh, is death something that you you think about a lot? I don't think about death, but you know, I think about death. You think about a lot of stuff in life. You get what I'm saying? I think about I think about stuff that I don't even need to be thinking about. Like you get what I'm saying? So it's like it, it passed my mind a, a lot of times. You know, when you got people trying to target you, and when you a target, and when you got a you got so many people that's, that hate you. Hey, Brother Josh, yeah. That Daniel, can you handle that, Brother Josh Mason, if you still here? Hate your success and, and hate where you done came from. And yeah, man, like death gonna pop up in your head because, you know, that's how, it's basically how it always ends. You know, you got people who be up here and it's like they ready to bring them down in any form or fashion they can. And, you know, death be one of them. So like, yeah, I think about it a lot, you know. Yeah. I'm not real. I'm not saying I'm ready to die. I'm on my two packs. Yeah, I'm kid, come kill me. I'm ready to die. Like, nah, yeah, nah, I got shit to do. I got kids. I got family. You know, so we got career. We got the gang. We trying to turn up and shit. So like, nah, I ain't saying I'm ready to die. Shit, you know, I'm just saying, you know, you know, I think about death. Cause that's what I'm gonna go back to that man. Listen to this man. Listen to this. For those who just not coming in, no, Boosie, Mo3 got shot and he was, and he's unfortunately dead. Yes, he's dead. Boosie got shot, to, uh, uh, his, not Boosie got shot, his uh, Sprinter got shot today in Dallas. Some are saying he got shot in the leg. I don't know if it's been confirmed yet. Some are saying he got shot in the leg, but but what we do know is his Sprinter got shot today uh, in Dallas. But listen to what uh, Mo3 just said. I ain't saying I'm ready to die, you know. I'm just saying, you know, you know, I think about death because that's what people wish up on me. No, that's not the part I wanted to go back to. It's, I think it's right here. I'm just saying, you know, you know, I think about death because that's what people wish We got the gang. We trying to turn up and she's like, nah. All right, here we go. This part right here. I got shit to do. I got kids. I got family, you know what I'm saying? We got career, we got the gang, we trying to turn up and shit. So like, nah, I ain't saying I'm ready to die, shit, you know. I'm just saying, you know, you know, I think about death. Cause that's what people wish up on me. You yeah. Know what I'm but shout out to all the good rappers in my city. They some real good rappers. Okay. They some real good rappers. H have you personally had any near-death experiences yourself? Uh, a lot of times. Anything you can talk about? Shoot ass. You been in, been how many shootouts have you been in? Too many. Too many? Like the last one. The last one was it. That uh, Fort Worth club shoot, that was it. Have you ever been hit by a bullet? No. You said knock on some wood. Hey, hey, <laughs> we ain't bragging, we blessed. Yeah, no, I ain't never been. I ain't never been hit up, man. I always made it out. What was the closest you've been hit? 
uh, or the closest closest to your body that the bullet came. It's crazy because like oh I, bullets come close all the time. Like it's like I done been standing somewhere and sitting somewhere where I done been sitting on stairs where niggas do drive-bys in apartments. I'm in the breezeway. And then bullets just turn up the, the stairwells and turn up the concrete. But I'm sitting right there. You get what I'm saying? So this is a prime example that if we are in a situation where we are blessed, we have to take advantage of that or there will be a chastisement. If we are in situations where we have avoided some of these things and we see ourselves as blessed, we have to take the sign. We got to change the lifestyle. And a lot of times it's hard for us to change the lifestyle. Um, and we think it's going to continue to be blessed and blessed and blessed. But eventually something is going to happen if we don't change after we get the knowledge of self. After we get the knowledge of self, after we know right from wrong, and we do know right from wrong, but after we are reminded and we are mature enough to understand that there's other ways, we have to make a decision. Now we are in the valley of decision. And, as, and it comes a time where we can't blame anybody else. We will have to blame ourselves after we have come into the knowledge. Some of us are doing things because we was led astray at a young age. And that's a reality. When you're young, you're, you're, you're led astray. And a lot of these brothers and sisters, King Vaughn, Mo3, man, they, they, they in their 20s, man, 26, 25, you know what I mean? Stuff like that, 27. Still young. A lot of people right now who's 40 years old, 50 years old, I've heard so many older people say, man, when I was 25, man, sh I thought I knew it all too. I thought I knew it all too. And if anybody could be honest in the comment section, you probably you probably feel the same way, man. Man, I'm beyond. When I was 25, man, you probably 50 right now, 40. When you was 25, you like, man, I was doing some crazy stuff too, and I thought I had it figured out. So, young brothers and sisters who's listening, man, I know we hear it all the time, but honestly, um, Honestly, when we are in a position where we have made it out, we, we are now in the valley of decision. We got to choose the right direction. We got to choose the right direction. A lot of us are warned before the destruction. A lot of us. A lot of us are warned before our destruction. Some of us seen the signs early in, but we just ignored them. So we have to make a decision or, or unfortunately, as we continue to suffer from a mental and spiritual death due to our own disobedience, that's going to lead us down a road to an untimely physical death. I done been uh, standing up in front of cars and shit and bullets turn up the cars and whoop whoop, but I'm still standing there. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never been hit. But the crazy thing is, the closest time I ever got shot, my own cousin playing with a gun, shot the goddamn gun, and went through the hole through my shirt and grazed my other cousin. So I feel like that's the closest that bitch went. <laughs> the bullet went through my shirt and went to hit my cousin the ankle, like grazed his ass. So like, the closest time you actually ever been shot yeah, was actually. Yeah, I'm a goddamn kill <laughs> <laughs> yeah, So like, yeah, but like, now nah, we blessed, man, shit. I ain't never had to. I ain't never had to recover from no no bullet no bullet wounds. You know what I'm saying? So So one of the times you were shot at, man, you didn't have a chance to get out of the way. Did you see him coming? A lot of times I don't see him coming. I don't never see him coming really. 
And then when you do see him come, it'll be like too late. You know what I'm saying? It'll be altercations where you just right there and a the nigga just up off the hip and yeah, right there. So. so look at that. A lot of times, and I want, and I'm glad he said that because a lot of time we feel like because you got the gun that you can't be touched. You know, just because you got the, you know, Thuka, as some people say, you got the AR-15, bro, that don't mean that you can't be touched, man. We have to be wise. We got to be wise, man. If you, when, when you, <clears throat> when you live in a life now, and let me just put this disclaimer out there. No matter how we live in, anything can happen. We can get hit by a straight bullet. So all we can do is strive to be as best as we can. But we have to make sure we're doing the best that we can because, that's important. I mean, the times that it happened, he said, somebody may be walking up on you that you don't know has something against you, and then boom. This is why we got to be security-minded. I'm going to be honest. I don't agree with that. A lot of people walking around here talking about, I'm a gorilla. You know what I'm talking about? I'm a gorilla. I don't need security. I mean, it sounds tough, man. It, it really do. It sounds tough, but I don't know if that's wise. I don't know if that's wise. You got to move right a lot of us take pride in being, I'm good in any hood. And you may be good in any hood. But also just be wise as you move about, especially when you live in a certain lifestyle. Because, yeah, you may have a bunch of brothers. They, they got their guns. And you may have a bunch of guns. But there's always situations to where you don't know what somebody's on. You don't know who cousin you done killed. You don't know what you did wrong in somebody. And they was related to them. And they was best friends. You never know. So the best thing for us to do to protect ourselves from that is strive to just be as right as is possible because you never know what can happen. You never, I mean, it, it gets to a point to where you don't even know where you can go. You don't know who's connected to who, whether if you got a gun or not. And I'm speaking to my brothers who own that. Like, yeah, I get it, man. You, you feel like, yeah, you want everybody is you against the world and you don't need security, but please, man, just be a lot more wiser. That can help you live longer than that gun do. I mean, I'm just, you know, for real, that gun may be able to protect you in some situations, but oftentimes your mind is what's going to give you that longevity. How you move, how you interact, what value you bring. And again, disclaimer, doesn't mean that everybody going to make it to live a long time. Yes, I can walk outside today and have a bad car wreck because somebody was a drunk driver. I'm not saying this is absolute like you ain't nothing, can't nothing happen to you. But what I am saying is we have to be proactive and don't bring more on ourselves than needs to be there. That's all I'm saying. Don't bring more on ourselves that needs to be there. And based on how we think and how we move could help us out a lot. It's going down that fast. Right there. I mean, the odds of you getting hit by a bullet, you know what I mean? It's got to be pretty high when you're in, you know, multiple life-threatening situations like that, It's like man. a sign, man. It's like, God... Trying to tell me something, man. You know? How, so. how young were you when you... Look at that. Look at him at this age. Look look at him even then. That's a sign. God trying to tell me something. I believe that's true. It was a sign. If I'm somebody who said he been in situations where gunshots have literally just pierced his thing and then he hit and he's right in front of it. It ain't hit nothing but him. That is a sign. And then when we don't heed the call, when we don't heed the call, chastisement come the minister said listen the best of us is going to come by the word the rest of us is going to come by the whooping some of us we don't really understand it until it hits home some of us really don't care because i can't really feel him 
But until it hits home, now we want to change. Now we want to talk about it. Now we want to do something about it. We have to feel like that, like now. Like now, even though it didn't happen to your brother, we got to feel like that now. We have to be proactive now. You know? Whew. First got shot at? About 15. 15? About 15. That's why I told everybody, the game bang come from, you know, that's where the shootouts jumping outfit, you know? House parties, you know? Right. After school fights. Now listen, I didn't even, I didn't, I, and I know I keep pausing this. I know I keep pausing this, but I'm giving commentary. If y'all want to look it up, y'all can go to YouTube and watch the whole thing without me interrupting Mo3 on people wishing death on him. That's how y'all can find that. But y'all remember how I just told y'all that uh, a lot of this stuff stems from the youth? I swear, I haven't even seen this whole thing. Only reason I pulled this one up because it says Mo3 wish, uh, on people wishing death on him. So I want to do some commentary on that. I just said a lot of stuff that we're doing stems from our childhood. He talked about at the age of 15 being shot at. And how, you know what I mean? How that lifestyle started at that young age. This is why I said it's not just talking to them. Yes, talk to them. But what I mean by that is we have to find a way as a community, not even just, but as a community to provide a better environment because that environment is shaping us, whether if we like it or not. It is shaping us. It's, you know, somebody got a burner. Right, yeah. Somebody clutch yeah. I mean, there's some people who are watching this who've, who've never even been close to being shot at or anything like that. Did it start to feel normal? Out of all the times? The first few times, I ain't gonna lie, it, it, it scared the shit out of a nigga. Like, damn, man. Like, nigga just, nigga just walked us down, trying to blow us down. Like, like for the first few times, you just like, if, like, damn, nigga, we, we were just running from real live bullets. Like, nigga, nigga just tried to blow us down. And then it's like, once you put yourself in that predicament, like, you get aired out, it's normal. Like, they heard you out, you go air them out. Like, when you start to just get get yeah, get so immune to it, it's normal. It's normal. Became the norm. It became the norm, and we see the the ending of it. It it, it became a norm. Sad man. It's these sad situations, man. Imagine you you know some of us grew up and our norm was basketball. Now, some of you brothers probably did grow up in the streets, but a lot of us, you know, the norm was basketball. The norm was AAU. The norm was traveling. Imagine somebody at the age of 15 and their norm is a shootout. Imagine somebody at the age of 15 and their norm is somebody shooting them in a, in a, in a, in a grocery store or somebody shooting at them after a party. Imagine that being your norm. How is that shaping your mind? How is that changing the thinking of your mind? How is that changing the actions and how you move and how you look at people? See, it's easy for you to trust and come together. You didn't ever have to go through anything like that. But imagine you having to grow up at the age of 15, 12, 13, 14, not knowing if, if he is he plotting on me or not. What is that doing to your mind? What is that doing to the mind? Yeah, Boosie's sprinter was shot. 
Boosie Sprinter was shot. He was shot at at uh at uh I think they saying Big T. They saying Big T. But as we close, I want to close with a message from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. I want to close from a message from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Um, I actually have a uh, commercial that I want to go to right before we end off with the minister because we have something called the ABS tribe where we are actually transforming lives through our ABS tribe. Not only do we teach business at a very affordable price, but we also teach mindset. We've helped people overcome trauma. We've helped people overcome fears, things of that nature inside of the ABS tribe. So I want to tell you all about our ABS tribe real quick, and then we're going to get to the minister's message. Peace, family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering, what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the 1st? I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market, and I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS tribe. The ABS tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six figure friends are on teaching you every single week. If you want to join the ABS tribe, go to www.whatisabstribe.com. www.whatisabstribe.com. All right, so that is our ABS Tribe, www.whatisabstribe.com. You can go there on your cell phone or on Facebook, but go there if you got Facebook. And that's what we're doing to help the community. We've been able to have a bunch of testimonials. If you want to check out some of the testimonials, you can go to my Instagram page, Brother Ben X. Go to the highlight section of my page, click on the testimonials, and we got plenty of testimonials of people whose lives have changed. But let me end off with the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan talking about the gangs. Now, I want to talk to my gangbanger family. You make it very difficult for me. Go ahead, say that. In the 60s, we knew who the enemy was. But in 2007, you're the enemy. It's black people killing black people. Black people robbing black people. Black people raping black people. I'm talking to you. You gangbangers know the principle of retaliation, but you are retaliating on the cheapest of principles. You are not retaliating because of oppression, injustice. You are retaliating because you don't like the color that your brother is wearing. You don't like the gang that he's a part of. You don't like the area of the city that he comes from and he may be encroaching upon your drug market so you retaliate we are not talking about that 
And I cannot call for retaliation in matters of the slain when you have become the number one slayers of yourself and your own people. The 60s were different. Fifty years later, the context is different. God is retaliating in his own way. But this murder that is going on in our own community makes it difficult for me to make the right and necessary call for your justice. On any given Saturday night in cities across this nation, it's we killing each other. You make it easy for racist police to kill you because you are busy killing yourself. But if you stopped and became a community that respects the life of each other and will protect the life of each other and will protect your women and your girls and if an enemy of that peace comes in among us how can I do what is right by you while I watch what you are doing wrong by one another. Half of all murder victims in America are black men. And nine out of ten of those that are murdered are murdered by their own brother or sister. But I warned the government that at a certain time, if you don't do justice by us, God will retaliate in a way that he has never retaliated on any nation that has existed in the past. If you go and read your scriptures and see the plagues that God brought in the days of Noah, in the days of Lot, to the people of Ad and Thamud, to the people of Saleh, to the people of Moses, to the Roman Empire, to the Babylonian city, all that God has brought on them, he will bring on America as it is written in the scripture. He will bring the blood of the righteous from Abel to Zechariah, even to this very day, on one generation. Man, family, so that's the end of the podcast. I thank you all for watching, man. If y'all would like to subscribe for future episodes, y'all can find me at Brother Ben X on Instagram, Brother Ben X Podcast on Apple uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to Brother Ben X Network, and uh, we're going to continue to put these messages out. I hope I said something valuable, gave you all a perspective that was helpful, and if I did, all praises due to Allah. And I want to end off with this. Remember, self-improvement is the basis for community development. Self-improvement 
the impediments of ourselves, killing the devil within ourselves. If we can focus on that self first, then others and strive to be a good example, I believe we're going to be all right. It's going to take us some time. But the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said this. This is my favorite quote by him. You never have to condemn a dirty glass. Just put a clean one next to it. I'm going to say that again. You never have to condemn a dirty glass. Just put a clean one next to it. So it's very easy for us to condemn these brothers. It's very easy for us to condemn our sisters. But the best thing that we can do along with connecting and helping them out and guiding them is being an example of what they should be. You never have to condemn a dirty glass. Put a clean one next to it. With that being said, y'all have a blacktastic day. as alaikum.